Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Off the Rope with John and Josh. I am Josh. I'm John Cena. Back for rap number two. Vince, sit your old ass down and buy yourself a clue. Hunter runs NXT. Ratings at number one. Pullman had the right idea. Dude grabbed himself a gun. Not much of a rapper. Find myself in the ring. Hawkins and Ryder, bro, they even still a thing? AEW, they coming up in the ranks. Ever since WrestleMania and something went missing, oh look, it's Sasha Banks. <laughs> Not sure why they ever called her the boss, though. Let's get Carmella in the ring and watch her floss, though. Cesaro's the man, known as King of the Swing. Hurricane reminded the Rock, Scorpion King had a tiny ding-a-ling. Kofi won the title. You know brothers getting paid. This has been some real fun, and my name's John Maid. Well, at least you got your name right this time. Shut up! (laughs) Nah, it's all fun and games, but welcome to another episode of Off the Ropes. That's right, we are on episode number three, and this week is another news week. That's right, we haven't hit a pay-per-view yet. We got that coming up soon. Next weekend is the next pay-per-view, the Money in the Bank. I hope you guys are ready for that. I know I am. It's going to be some are, crazy shit going on. But are you really on. ready for Money in the Bank? I am. I'm, I'm, I, need to find, I need to see what the hell they're actually going to do with this, with look, this match. Look, at this point... You might as well just replace all the wrestlers with circus midgets, dress them up like the superstars, and have that match. Because it's got to be more entertaining than what we've already got booked. Hey, man. I I think it could be interesting. I mean, you know Vince is going to go that cinematic route. And we're going to talk a little bit about about that in in the news section. you know. But I I don't know. I'm intrigued by the main event alone. But we'll see. uh, We'll see. We'll talk about that on the next episode. We will talk about that on the next episode. All right. So you know, before we get into the actual like news of it all, there's a couple of topics I wanted to bring up to you and get your thoughts on uh, about. So a couple of weeks ago, uh, I found out that, you know how we've been talking about Austin Theory ever since right before WrestleMania when he got brought up after Andrade got injured and all this, and I just have not been impressed with this guy. And I'm like, why the hell? Are they giving this dude a push? I just I had, I had no idea. I found out Paul Heyman has apparently been pushing him real hard. I don't understand why. I've seen I've seen some of his stuff, at least his recent stuff, does not impress me that much. He just seems generic to me. Doesn't seem like much of anything special. Maybe I maybe I'm missing something. I don't know. But what are your thoughts on Austin Theory? Well, before I touch on the Austin Theory side of it. Let me remind you, being a Paul Heyman guy makes you somewhat special, usually. Being a Heyman guy means you're protected. Uh, he usually sees something in you that other people don't see in you. I mean, look at the people who have been on the Paul Heyman list. Go all the way back to WCW day, uh Wow, yeah, WCW days. Mean Mark Calloway was a Paul Heyman guy. I mean, I get it. I, you know, he obviously sees something in this kid. I just don't see it, and that's the thing. It's like, what am I not seeing that he Maybe sees? Maybe just don't, I don't see it yet, bro. I Maybe. Mean, I just... He I has not shown stuff. me anything. I don't that watch that the product pre- to, to get to actually speak on him, because from what I've seen of him, it hasn't been impressive, but that doesn't exactly. mean we're not missing something that... Maybe we're just not seeing what other people see. Maybe, Maybe we're so close to the product that we just can't see that it factor. And it's like, I know he came from, I think it was Evolve. And from what I understand, he was big over there. Maybe I should look up some of his stuff from that. I don't know. Maybe they're holding him back a bit in the WWE. I don't know. But We know uh, WWE does that. I mean, they, they take a very talented superstar and they calm him down. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we know you can do this and you can do this, but you really shouldn't do those things and outshine the other guys. Yeah. So we're going to need you to take it from here and bring it down to about a year. And then later on, they're going to tell them they're not anything special and fire them. Yeah. And, and anybody out there listening, if you have any thoughts on Austin Theory, if you have some insight, feel free to let us know. I'd, Maybe I'd love some to hear. matches we should check out. I mean, let yeah. us know. Yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts. Uh, the other one that I wanted to uh, talk about was, uh, I think I think it was this past Raw. Um, they had the two briefcases above the ring. 
and I noticed that the women's briefcase was smaller and hung lower. And I, I don't understand why. I, I, maybe it's because I've never seen them together, so I never noticed that they did that kind of a thing. But uh, just kind of better get your quick thoughts on that, because I know we talked a little bit about it uh, off air. Well, it's really funny, because after you mentioned this, I saw a posting about, like, the money in the bank is all set up in headquarters, and they were showing it on a recap in something I was watching the other day. And it's fixed at least height-wise. So it's at least level with the men's now. But okay. you're right. The briefcase is a significant size smaller. Yeah. And my personal opinion is that's extremely sexist. Yeah. I was like, what are they doing here? I couldn't believe that. <laughs> I also, I, I thought back to something Zack Ryder said a few years ago. And I think that WWE needs to utilize this in a way for themselves. Do you remember the comment about the brass ring? Yes. I think they need to hang a brass ring above the ring. That would be interesting. And then whoever grabs the brass ring. Yeah. I think that could be interesting. They do brass ring on a pole. I mean, Judy Bagwell's <laughs> bring, 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 bring back the pole matches. They never do those anymore. I think that'd be pretty fun. I, I think Judy Bagwell bent it when she was on it. So, you know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. You know. <laughs> All right, so we are going to pop into some news stories. Uh, so we're going to do things a little bit differently. Uh, I'm going to have things kind of set out. We're going to start off with WWE news, then we're going to go into some AEW news, and then some other news uh, that we got throughout the last two weeks. Uh, there's a lot of WWE news, so uh, let's get started. Uh, first off, newly crowned 24-7 champ Rob Gronkowski will be returning to the NFL for the 2020 season. What does this mean for his planned WWE run? John, what does it mean for the 24-7 title? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They, apparently, they had a big uh, this big run planned for him. I don't know if maybe they're planning to do th- whatever they're going to do with him before that the football season starts. But I mean, he's going to have to start training, like going, to, like doing practices and stuff, and you know that's going to eat up a lot of his time. So I'm curious if they're just going to change that. I don't know. I don't know what kind of contract he had. I don't. I, I don't know. What are your thoughts on all this? Huh. Never <laughs> trust the Mojo Riley suggestion. <laughs> but I mean, in all seriousness, I mean, did anybody really expect Bron- uh, Gronk to stick around anyway? No, but I mean, like I said, apparently they had plans. I don't know if those plans WWE were going to had plans. Mm-hmm. Fans have been shitting on Gronk since the announcement of him coming to the WWE. Yeah, I'm I'm sad to see him part ways, especially after. Do you want to call WrestleMania an involvement? I mean, he was there. He wasn't there. It was, was definitely uh, it was definitely a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely a moment. I mean, he had his WrestleMania. I mean, dude's literally been with the company for like three months and had a bigger WrestleMania moment than some people have been on roster for years. Yeah, that, that's probably that's probably true. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I I don't know. I, I it almost feels like he was kind of almost like using the WWE. I don't know. It just it feels a little just like. A, well, I mean. With the coronavirus and everything, there's a there's a severe chance he was. Yeah, there was maybe. a good chance there was going to be no NFL season this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, yeah, we didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, I mean, it, obviously, NFL is planning to to get back into it. Yeah, and I mean, he obviously wanted back in because he had been retired. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's really. I mean, it's just twenty four seven title. They don't do a lot with it in the first place. So I don't think it's that big of a deal. You shoot one little like offsite thing where he's like maybe he's on the field and a couple of guys come out of nowhere and just take him out and pin him right there and take off with the title and boom, there it is. It's a done and over. You know True. that could be interesting, but other Probably than that, the back of the head. Yeah. Uh, so our next story. Speaking of what I was talking about earlier the, with the cinematic matches, looks like Vince McMahon wants to do more of those cinematic style matches, like what we saw with the uh, the Boneyard match, what we saw with the hour long uh, Gargano and uh, Champa match. Um, it looks like he wants he he really enjoyed he, he Vince must really like this. He wants more of it, and I really believe that that's probably what the Money in the Bank match will be. Um. Because they're going to be going from bottom floor all the way up to the top. I think the only way to make that truly interesting 
is if you do it cinematic. So what are your thoughts on more? Did you like that cinematic style? Do you want to well, see more of them? You left out the most important cinematic match of the, the decade. The Firefly Funhouse match. That's true. And yeah. I cannot believe you left Bray out of this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check I, I you guess, out. I guess I didn't think of it as a, a cinematic, even though it is. It definitely is. Because it wasn't a typical match. Like what I was thinking is like these actual matches where they're wrestling, but they're making filming it cinematically, yeah. which is it's a weird combination. But like the Firefly Funhouse, that was like a little fucking mini movie, and that was that was. was I mean, awesome. granted, so was the Boneyard match, but they were they were wrestling in it, um, for sort of. Uh, for the, I mean, there were there were wrestling moves, um, but yeah, that Firefly Funhouse was that was something else. I, I dug that. If they did more stuff like that. I, I'd definitely be more into it. I will say, I think the cinematic uh, cinematic movie style could help out a few of these matches, especially for guys like Daker who can't go long-term anymore. I think overall, when you're just putting it on a match to put it on a match, you said it yourself, Gargano, Ciampa. It was was drawn out. It felt long. And, I mean, it's not going to help every match it's on. It was long. (laughs) That match could have been half of that length, and it would have been better. It, yeah, it can't it's... go on ever. I, I mean, Edge and Orton put on Hell of a Magic Mania. Imagine yeah. if it had been uh, shot in cinema style. Yeah, not, I don't know. If I not every liked match it is going to need it, so hopefully mm-hmm. they know that. Yeah, I just that's my worry is that they're going to overdo it. You know, it's like you're going to see a cinematic match every week on Raw or something stupid like that. I don't even think I want to see one at every pay-per-view, to be totally honest with you. I was going to say, if one at every pay-per-view, maybe. But even then, I feel like it could... I think that's the max. How about one at all the big four? That I would love. I mean, they're already... I feel like they're going to break that, because I really think they're going to make this Money in the Bank match cinematic. I really do. But I I would be down with... This kind of has to be, though, because isn't headquarters like four stories? Oh, I think it's way more than that. Yeah, from the looks of it, it's way more than that. It's probably like 20, 30 stories. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm just but like, it's going to be nuts, man. If there isn't surprise people in the layers of this money in the bank... Yeah, it's like, how do they get up there? I feel like there's only two ways. You go up the stairs, you go up the elevator. You know what I mean? So obviously things are going to happen where it's like, okay, you get <laughs> off on a floor... And then you, people are going to fight on the, on like on a certain floor of, of, oh, of yeah. the building. You know what I mean? And it's I mean it's probably going to be like at least an hour long, which is fine. I mean you look at the rumble; rumbles are always like that. And I mean you're going to have a lot of people, and yeah, like you said, you might have some surprise people just in there to mess with other people. Like if you got some feuds going on, and someone's in that match, maybe somebody who's uh, against one of the other people will be in there to take them out, so that they don't get that briefcase. You know what would have been awesome. This would have been a good way to have reintroduced the Triple Cage from WCW. Both the briefcases on top of the Triple Cage. Still a ladder height away, but you got to climb the Triple Cage, set up a ladder, and then... <laughs> yeah, I, and, I think, think that would have been cool. I, and I'm going to say one more thing. If somebody doesn't get thrown off the top of WWE headquarters, I am not going to be happy. They will die. Not my problem. <laughs> No, what I what I want to see, I want to see somebody go through a window and then land on like a scaffolding. I mean, there are ways that they could film somebody getting thrown off the top and fake it enough that somebody doesn't get hurt. I mean, all you would have to do is, like you said, scaffolding on the side, yeah, um, stop filmation or something. I mean, but I want to see somebody get thrown over the edge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure and, if they do it, if they do it cinematically, they could do something. Let me rephrase it. I don't want to just see them throwing over the sign. I want to see somebody climbing the ladder for the briefcase and have the ladder pushed over. And they're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how close to the edge the ring will be because I'm sure the top it of that building is like pretty it's big. It's pretty close. Yeah. From we'll the see. pictures, it yeah. looks like it could happen. Uh, we'll see. I'm, I'm intrigued. We've got, got another week or so, you know, a little over a week. So uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, next- a lot of good things happening this week. Yeah. Uh, so next up, we've got WWE 2K21 has been canceled. Uh, they said earlier in the year that 2K20 wasn't going to become, or it came out, but it didn't get like a big launch and it didn't do very well, apparently. Um, and so then there were rumors that tw- uh, 21 was going to be canceled. And so officially it has been. Um, but 
that doesn't mean that they're not putting out a 2K game because they are, and it is called WWE 2K Battlegrounds. Website. It says, we're thrilled to announce to you WWE 2K Battlegrounds, a completely new WWE gaming experience that will feature arcade-style action and over-the-top superstar designs, environments, and moves. We're focusing on social pickup and play fun, but with plenty of depth for those who want to get way into it. Now, we both saw this trailer that they put out for it, and it it reminds me of like those old-school wrestling games where they didn't really care about the realism of it, which, you know, were fun then, but as, as people who have been playing these games, you know, with the Raw versus SmackDown, and, or SmackDown versus Raw, I think is actually how it was uh, titled, and then going into these 2K games, I, I don't know if I want to go backwards to a game like that. When I saw the trailer, I was like, is this like a mobile app game? Because that's what it looked like. That's like the, the animation style and everything reminded me of the, all the those wrestling mobile app games that I've seen. Well, especially with the body and everything, it's like they've got the unrealistic body morph again. Like, is this freaking He-Man? Yeah. Exactly. Like, are we watching, like, the old school, like, Urgh. No, if they wanted to, because, like, they did some of those, uh, like, WWE mixed with He-Man toys, you know, that toy line. If they wanted to, like, do a game based on that, I'd be down for that. That'd be fucking awesome. My son has, my son has three of them, and he loves them. Yeah, that'd be a sick game, man. Where it's like, uh, like almost like RPG style, where you're like going through and you have to like get to go on a quest. That'd be pretty sweet. But uh, I mean, yeah, how does, I'm not. I don't know. I'm just not super into the look of this game. I'll probably still give it a checkout, but yeah, I'm with you on this one. I personally feel that. After all the realism, the face scans, the freaking move sets that they put into those games, the countless Road to WrestleManias and the the storyline modes, like now, yeah, like you said, we're just kind of going backwards, and it's, I, I guess, it would be a nice break from the 2K series, um, for being what it was. Like we're not going to get an obvious WWE like style game, so I guess it'll be a nice change up, but yeah. I guess. And it might draw in a, like, it looks like it's, honestly, it looks more like it's designed more for casual players and and a younger crowd. It really does. I I don't know. You know which superstar always benefits, though, when they do this unrealistic body? Look, Macho Man. Because he looked unrealistic in real life. He had that, like, Uh that body that kind of, like, came down and, like. It looked like a funnel. Yeah, it was just who he was. Yeah. Him and Hogan, man. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like, like you said, I'll, I'll probably check it out. Especially if you wind up checking it out, I'll, I'll probably check it out. I mean, the real but. question is, what you gonna do, brother? What you gonna do when that game comes run wild for you? Well, I'll tell you, so one thing that's running wild: accusations from WWE employees. That's right. An alleged anonymous WWE employee is now claiming that they're being forced to work despite stay-at-home orders. However, WWE says that the accusations are false. Um, The alleged employee also requested the government shut down the tapings to allow uh, everyone in the company the ability to social distance without fear of losing their jobs. Uh, WWE went on record and said these accusations are not true. Employees know that they can confidentially go to human resources, not the public. Notwithstanding the appropriate protocol, no one would be fired if they were uncomfortable with their surroundings. We've made accommodations for individuals upon request. And the first thing that came to my mind was the story from the last episode that we talked about where they uh, essentially put a gag order on people for mentioning Roman Reigns. Yeah. I thought the same thing. So it's like Roman Reigns says that he can't do WrestleMania because uh, of his compromised immune system. Obviously, you know, he's, you know, been through cancer twice and all this stuff makes sense. And then all of a sudden, they're saying you can't mention uh, Roman Reigns at all. That doesn't seem like that they're you know really making these accommodations for people. It seems like they're punishing. Yeah, okay, maybe Roman Reigns isn't getting fired, but there's a punishment happening there. So it makes me think that this might be something that's actually going on. 
Well, it's funny because while you're mentioning this, this follows kind of parallel with one of the other things you have on your list to talk about. And that is Sami Zayn pulling himself from live events. Yep. It'll be interesting to see whether or not these two things are going to go hand in hand. Because, like you said, Roman pulling himself, now it's, you can't talk about Roman, don't mention Roman, don't mention the big dog. Mm -hmm. He's just kind of not there. He's not not seen, not thought about. That kind of sucks because, I mean, Roman is Roman, man. I don't like him, but he's still there. And they didn't do any of that when he was out, like, with his cancer stuff, you know what I mean? They did not do any of that. No, and it's weird because, like you said, they didn't do any of that. And at the same time, I mean, he's a former heavyweight champion, former universal champion. I mean, obviously, he was on the path to be the next champ. Yeah. You know? I mean... And maybe that's part of, like, maybe they're just being bitter because, yeah, they were giving him the title, and he's like, whoa, you know what? I can't I can't be at Mania. I can't do it. You know? I mean, so, risking your health is definitely it's top priority right now. Yeah. I get it. The weird part is, though, bringing back up the whole Sami Zayn side of it, yeah. dude just won the Air Continental Championship, and he doesn't do much to start. So, I mean, him pulling himself is just kind of weird. Yeah, it, I feel like They've been, I mean, yes, they gave him the title, but it does seem like he's been getting a little bit shafted. His whole crew has been getting kind of shafted since before WrestleMania. I mean, I talked about it then. I talked about it in our first episode, how I felt like all of them were getting kind of screwed over, made to look bad throughout that whole past month before that. Um, And and now with this, it makes me wonder how long is he going to be? How long is he going to be there? How long is he going to be in the company for? You know? Who knows? I mean, with really with the way the company is going right now, is it going to be a shock if anybody's still there? Yeah, I know. And I mean, we've <laughs> I have on here another three people are out of the company right now. Yeah, um, uh, one to injury and two have been released. So we'll, we'll kind of get into that. Um, but do you have anything more you want to talk about for with uh, Sami Zayn or with the any of that other stuff from the? I mean, not really. Do you have anything you want to add to that? Nah. So we'll ju- we'll just move on. Um, we have an injury, Apollo Cruz injured. He's now out of the money in the bank and, uh, apparently his replacement will be determined via a gauntlet match. I'm hearing a lot of rumors. Yeah. Who are you hearing? Really? Jeff Hardy. Interesting. I know that rumor was also going around, uh, with when, when Roman left, uh, yeah. he, he was one of the big ones that were being rumored. So I'm just curious if, uh, if it's just people's wishes or, if like they're really looking for something to do with him, and that's where these rumors are starting from, you know. I think I think I mean he's rumored he's going to be on SmackDown this week, mm-hmm. but they were saying something about doing something with Sheamus as well. So I don't know. I mean, like you said, maybe they're just waiting to try to find a really good spot for Jeff. Yeah, maybe. Um, and I know you saw the video, the Apollo Cruz injury. Man, that was that was rough. You know, it's he, just crazy too, because I mean, it was one of those things he does all the time. Yeah. That could have happened to anybody. Yeah, yeah, it was, and I, I was watching it that night, and I think, I, like I said to you, I was out in the kitchen when it happened, so I didn't even realize that he had gotten injured until you had said something, and I went back and rewatched that part of it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" They just instantly stopped that match. Oh yeah, it was, it was done. So you know, like this was this was legit because they don't do that. Well, no, and I mean, you even heard him screaming, too. He's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, he knew something that yeah. was wrong. Yeah, like when they're fake injury, you know, a lot of times they'll they'll have, like, the other person beat on them a little bit, you know, make the injury worse or whatever. But, yeah, you could that, – that was – I mean, apart of, from them, like, throwing up the X to, to call out the doctors, you know, this – that, what happened on there, that was about as, as real as you could probably get for, for something like that. Now, oh. you've you've had an ACL blow. Yeah. So, in putting yourself in Apollo Cruz's situation, how long is he looking to be out? Well, I mean, he he's a he's an athlete, you know what I mean? They've got top care, they've got, you know, trainers and he'll get his surgery done. So, Maybe four months, probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Like I was out for a lot longer, but that's because with this healthcare system, I had to wait for my surgery. I had to wait like two months before I got my actual surgery, and then I don't have like I couldn't afford like a 
physical therapist for like it was this hospital. It was like a couple times a week. He's, he'll probably have physical therapy every day. I wouldn't, you know what I mean? He'll have a personal trainer. You, I guarantee you, because WWE takes care of their people like that when they get yeah. injured. That's one of the great things about them. Um, I didn't have that. I was out for nine months. But I, I from other wrestlers that I remember that have had the same injury, it's usually been around like four months. So okay, it's That's rough. Horrible. It's, yeah, it's rough, but it's 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 not career ending by any means. It, you know, you can still do a lot. You know, like my knee is stronger than it than it was before the the blew out, which is you know, at, se- um, seems weird, but it is. Look at Chris Saban. He had a double ACL tear. He tore one, came back, and instantly tore the other one. Yeah. So I mean. You know, sometimes sometimes shit happens, but uh, I think he'll be okay. Um, I think you know he 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 was on a roll. You know, I think they were really planning to do some good stuff with him. And this was, was not a joke. He was really on a roll after that. Uh... <laughs> it was, it was. Um, and so he's not the only one who's who's kind of out right now. We have a uh, two two more releases. Uh, last episode we talked about that giant just like exodus of freaking wrestlers. Yeah, man. Dumped a shitload of them. Well, two more are, have been now added to that list. Uh, Kane Velasquez and Curtis Axel. I do not know Kane Velasquez. I, is he, I don't know if he's an NXT he was guy. He's right? fighter who came in and challenged Lesnar for the title. Okay. So, yeah, he's been released. And then Curtis Axel. That one was the, uh, the bigger surprise to me. So I was a little shocked. What are your thoughts on Curtis Axel getting let go? Man, I'm I'm honestly really disappointed because I'm a huge fan of a lot of his work. Yeah. Especially being, you know, he's the son of Kurt Henning. I loved Mr. Perfect and Kurt Henning. I thought he was one of the best wrestlers, if not, in my opinion, greatest intercontinental champion ever. Yeah. And it was a real shitty thing that he never got to be a heavyweight champion. And I, I said the same thing for his son. It's a it's a pity the waste that he was. I mean, you figure he was in the Nexus. He was part of, pretty sure he was part of the core. That I don't I, remember, though. I, I know he yeah. was Nexus. And yeah. then you figure he was part of the uh, Social Outcast. He was the Miztourage. He had the B team. I mean, he was always second tier, and I was always kind of, I feel like they never really knew what to do with him. I think they tried with him, but after, like, he. He fizzled out the first time. They started doing like the whole "we're gonna have him do the Hulkamania gimmick," and yeah, I don't think they really just knew what to do with him. And then he started to find his stride again, and then they just kind of shit on him. Yeah, it seems like WWE just if they can't figure you out your first time, eh? Oh well. Yeah, unfortunately, I think you're right. Uh, do you have anything about this that you want to say about this Kane Velasquez guy? Because I, I don't. Eh. UFC, good riddance. Speaking of UFC, there's another UFC fighter who wants to take a run at WWE. Amanda Nunes, uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty famous in the UFC scene. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I, I know I, I, I blew up last time about UFC fighters coming into the WWE. I just and they, I don't think that they do much of anything personally. You know, you had, you've got this, uh, you got, was it Shayna Baszler? I mean, people seem to like her, but I'm not, I mean, I don't, I don't like her. I just don't. I'm not, I'm not afraid to say that. I just don't like her. I'm just, I don't get it. We have a lot of ingrown talent right now. Mm -hmm. And I, I, and I say ingrown because we have like the performance center. We have like all these people who we brought in from the indies. We're not doing anything with them. But yeah, sure. Now, let's bring in another goddamn UFC person who's yeah. going to make a bigger paycheck and mm-hmm. who's going to take over the spotlight and who yeah. in six months isn't going to give a shit and call you promotion fake and they're going to shit on your talent, the people who are working their asses off, the people who have kids, the people who have been there for 365 fucking days. But yeah, no, sure. Go find another goddamn UFC person. Tell me how that worked with Cain Velasquez. Tell me how that worked with Brock Lesnar. Tell me how that's working with Shayna Baszler. And uh, what was the other no-talent-ass clown woman that they brought in? Uh, What was her name there? Um, um, Mm. Oh, yeah. Reba Rocker. Ronda Rousey. Yeah, fuck that bitch. Fuck you, Ronda Rousey. (laughs) I do not like her. I did. When she first came in, I liked her. But she 
her per like her personal choices as how she wanted to act toward this company. Nah, I'm out. Do you think Screw she's her. that lame when she's at home with her husband? Probably. Do you think she's like, bitch, get on your knees and worship me? Probably. What I wouldn't. I, <laughs> I um, want her to come to my house and apologize for the abysmal shit she put on my television. Fair enough. I uh, I like that. So uh, we're going to step away from uh, the UFC talk. Uh, we have a returning commentator on Raw, the one, the only, uh, Samoa Joe. What are your thoughts on this? <laughs> you thought I was going to say, like, JR, didn't you? Nope. <laughs> nope. I knew it was Samoa Joe. <laughs> I cannot monosyllabically eloquently put it out there how I feel for Samoa Joe than a way that most of these people would understand. My feelings for Joe are broken down into three things. He sucks, he sucks, and he sucks. (laughs) Do you want to know how many shits that I give about Samoa Joe? Right there. It's like a big gaping asshole right there. (laughs) That's pretty much what Samoa Joe is. Yeah. Yeah. He's I just, a gaping asshole of professional wrestling that, you know. I, I didn't like him on TNA. Don't really like him over here. So My I, personal opinion, he's one of the few people that transitioned from Impact TNA to WWE. And even when that acquisition happened, I went, why? Yeah. Now, I, I, I will say this. He's a good wrestler. You know what I mean? Like, He's, his technique is solid, but I don't like him. I don't think that he, I mean, even though his technique is, I think is solid, I don't think he's interesting in the ring. King Maxwell is an interesting wrestler, and he's younger than Samoa Joe, and he's hurt less people in the ring. There you go. <laughs> My thing is, I can't support somebody who's ended careers and has no remorse about it. Yeah. Maybe. I don't like Joe. Never will. I I can't even... He wants to sit behind the thing and commentate? Then keep your ass there. Let Fair enough. Let Braves get back in the ring. Yeah, that'd be interesting. All right, so we got, we got two more stories in WWE. We got one about Vince, one about Drake Maverick. Which would you like to talk about first? Let's talk about the underdog story. All right. Drake, Vince McMahon. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Drake uh, Maverick, he was obviously let go uh, recently within in the inside of that giant fucking purge that they recently did. But he came out and said that he has no plans of leaving without that NXT Cruiserweight title. Uh, Maverick defeated Tony Ness after hitting a bulldog on the top rope in his second match. So that's good. So he's, I think, what, one and one now. One and one. Uh, so after the match ended, he came out and said during an interview, uh, to quote, he said, I did it. I told everyone I was going to do it. There was a little bit where I didn't believe myself, but I did it. And Kushida, you're all, you're all that's next. You can call me the Wolf of Wall Street, the Wolf of NXT. I'm not freaking leaving yet. I'm not leaving because I love this. I live for this, and I'm not leaving until I'm the NXT cruiserweight champion. Now, do you think this is just, do you think this is a shoot? Or do you think that WWE slipped a guy like him into that release as a, as a work? 50-50? Yeah. I think, I mean, me and you talked about it this last week. I've heard that there's rumors that they want to at least bring back two to three of those people they released now due to backlash from fans and other people backstage. So what would happen if Drake Maverick got released? He goes on, he pleads, says, I'll step up my game. I'll show you guys that you're firing the wrong guy. He goes on, he does the best work of his entire life, wins the tournament. I mean, that would be fucking awesome. Dude, it'd be amazing. First off, Drake Maverick isn't a bad wrestler. Yeah, I mean, I I like what I've seen from him. 
Well, I mean, going back to King Maxwell, he put a four-year-old child over. Well, I don't even think he was four. Two years, maybe, at the time. I mean, all I know is King Maverick beat Rockstar Spud. Rockstar Spud is Drake Maverick. There so, I go. mean, if you're willing to go that far to put someone's kid over, then you must be a dedicated worker. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I don't know what their plans are. Um, because if they give him the title and then say, okay, that's your last Mac. Now you got to vacate the title. That's super fucking shitty. Yeah. Cause then you got to have another tournament. <laughs> but if they're making him, if they, if they're making him say these things, like if this is part of their scripted stuff, which, you know, that happens, you know, they do that. Um, that's shitty to him too. Cause that's making him say this kind of stuff when, he's out of the the fucking company. You know what I mean? It's not going to happen. The other option is that he went off script and is just like telling you what he, what he wants, not what he's going to do, but what he wants. There's always a third option. That was my third option. Oh, okay. There's always (laughs) a fourth option. And what's your fourth option? What if in term, he's just going to hold the championship until long enough until so-and-so comes back for it and then drops it. And then WWE's like, Hey Drake, bye. Yeah, I maybe you know maybe he either like okay you get to hold it until he's back and then your firing happens. That would suck too. <laughs> We're not gonna pay you or anything. Holding the belt is gonna be your payment. I mean, Drake, what happened to the belt? Well, you weren't paying me, so I had to pawn it. I'm sorry. I would buy that. <laughs> not a fan of the purple belt, but I would buy that just to support him. Yeah. But I'll say this. I'll be watching him closely to see what happens. Uh, I'm really intrigued to see where this goes. Fair enough. Yeah. And our last story in the WWE news, uh, there is a big rumor going around. Now, I'm just going to put this. It is a rumor. There is no concrete anything about it. It is a rumor. Rumor, okay, that Vince McMahon is negotiating a possible deal with both ESPN and with Fox separately, you know, trying to work something out to sell the WWE. Now, again, this is strictly rumor. May be true, may not be true. Maybe there may be no no truth at all to this. I don't know. But my question is not: Is this going to happen? My question to you, John. Even though I think this is probably doubtful, what are your thoughts if it were to happen? I mean, I have a lot of questions that go with this if it were to happen. Does the WWE still run the product even though they don't own the the people? Like, is Hunter still going to be in charge of NXT? Is the people in charge of Raw still going to be in charge of Raw? Or are we going to get a whole new, like, writing team? Are we going to get a whole new creative team? Are we going to get a whole new set of, like, advisors and owners and, like, people calling the shots? People who know nothing about wrestling. And that's it. Because that's kind of what ruined WCW. Too many fingers in the pot and not enough people trying to, you know, run stuff. Yeah. I I mean, this could be WWE's downfall. It could be. If this is true. Again, I don't think it is. Uh, One of the big reasons why I don't think that this rumor is true, ESPN is owned by Disney. And Disney is bleeding money right now because of the virus, because everything's shut down. So I really don't think they're out here looking to spend millions, if not billions, possibly. I don't know how much it would go for to buy the WWE. Fox, I don't know. Fox already fucking sold all their shit off. So I, I really don't think that they're necessarily in the position to just be like buying stuff like that. I just, I've, I've heard a couple stories about this whole situation. <laughs> And from the few things I've heard, the person who originally released this story is not reliable, but that doesn't mean that it didn't start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I I think it's it's an interesting topic to contemplate. Like I said, I really don't think it's going to happen, but it's definitely something to chew on to to think about. What if? What if that did happen, you know? Yeah. Definitely interesting. I think things would be very different um, and not in a good way. I really, I really, yeah, we may complain about things that Vince does and choices that they make, but putting people in charge that probably know nothing or very little with the product, I don't think that's a good idea. True. Yeah, so. 
All right, and that wraps up all of the WWE news. So that was quite a bit of stuff going on there. So we are going to move into some AEW news. Not a ton here. but AEW! Some, some, ooh, ooh. I felt like there was uh, enough stories to uh, warrant its own category. So uh, first up, we have Cody Rhodes filed, uh, filed a copyright on his own name after the WWE let it expire. Uh, and you know, this is something that WWE is known for, copywriting their names and um, making it so that when wrestlers leave, they can't use that name. I mean, you look at Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, they, they had to go and change their name. Um, Oh, a story that I think didn't make it on the list. I don't know where it went from the WWE was, um, the whole dash Wilder and, uh, Scott Dawson thing. I don't know what happened. Oh yeah. It was on my list before. Um, we can stick that in. We can talk about it now, or we can stick it in other news. Either way, but uh, I feel like it kind of fits right here because we're talking about name stuff. Um, you know, they, they they had to change their names. You know, they I mean, WWE owns that kind of stuff, so you know they yeah. Changed both their members names. of the revival had to change the ring names yeah. since being released from WWE. Dash Wilder, now known as Cash Wheeler, and Scott Dawson has also changed his name to Dax Hardwood, which would make a great porn name. It by totally name. would. Uh, and now their team name is now known as The Revolt. Yeah, The Revolt, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, Ca- Cash Wheeler and Dax Hardwood. The Revolt, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you, so you look at stuff like that, obviously, WWE holds on to names. And same thing with Zack Ryder. That's why he's not going by Zack Ryder anymore. They own that gimmick. You know, Cardona. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on Cody Rhodes finally getting to copyright? Wait, first off, what are your thoughts on WWE actually letting that expire? That copyright. I'm honestly, I'm a little bit shocked. I don't think it was purposely done. I think that they've just got so much going on right now. It was an oversight. Yeah. Because as much hate right now as there is for Cody and everything AEW, there's no way they would have let that go on accident. Yeah. I was, I was like, or oh, on shocked. purpose. Yeah, on purpose. Yeah, I was shocked. I was like, wow, they actually let it expire. Now, obviously, he's been using his own name. Yeah, but he's only allowed to call himself Cody. Yeah. So, so now like, will he start coming out to Cody Rhodes? Maybe. I don't know. Um, I, I'm interested to see what AEW does. How they? I'm glad that he jumped on it. I'm sure he's been watching that timer tick down in hopes that they would uh, let it lapse, and he jumped right on it. So, well, let me uh, ask you happy for a him. quick sideline to this. Okay. Ten years ago, Cody Rhodes was doing like the whole legacy slash um, dashing Cody Rhodes type gimmick. Yeah. Would you have thought ten years ago Cody Rhodes was going to be running his own company and like be- Cody Rhodes is really upped his game? Oh yeah, man! I, I've seen some of his stuff in AEW. Like, I like what he's bringing over there. You know, not just like not just him in the ring. I mean, his in ring stuff is, is is great. But what he's been able to bring as a businessman to this company, man, like I'm really impressed with him with what I mean, he's done here. In all fairness, he is Dusty Rhodes' son. <clears throat> yep, he I mean, is the American Nightmare, as he calls himself now. I know, and I really and love I, that. Will, I love it. It's fantastic. I, I will say this. I think Cody has potential to be, I don't want to say one of the greatest promoters ever, but I think Cody is talented. Yeah. I think Cody is not given as much credit as he deserves. And if he doesn't let it go to his head, I think AEW will be a force to reckon with. Uh, and okay. the, w- the WWE needs to look out. It really does. I mean, they've got some good talent over there. Oh, yeah. But, and it's like, I've been watching, like, NXT and AEW because they, they air the same day. They're out there, they air the same time. So I tend to record them and then just watch them both. AEW's product is far superior to NXT. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it helps that you've got a lot of guys helping out a lot of other guys. Um, I mean, I just shared the video with you of the Manitoba uh, Melee. Yeah, that was I mean, hilarious. It's it's stupid, yeah. but it's fucking funny, and you can't yeah. you can't compete with that because not only did that incorporate the inner circle, they brought in other wrestlers, they brought in celebrities, yeah, and like I'm Lou pretty Frigno, sure I had, saw. Yeah, you had Lou Frigno, you had both Jay and Silent Bob in there. I, I was just say, I'm pretty sure I saw Lou Frigno with a taser. And a taser, yeah. 
And I, I feel like there was some. I feel like there was. Yeah, Vicky. Vicky at the end was that was fantastic. <clears throat> I was that. I, I loved that that little ending piece that they did. The whole thing was hilarious. I loved it. Yeah, it's good times. But uh, some other AEW stuff. Uh, they have decided to resume filming live shows. Now WWE already started started doing this, um, and they got some pushback originally. So I was almost a little bit shocked. Just because of how much pushback WWE got, I was kind of shocked that I haven't heard any pushback against AEW about this. So what are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, we went back and we talked about this like last week, too. I don't personally see an issue with the whole live filming, because there's still going to be no crowd anyway. Yeah. But I, I did read an article today that said that uh, people are uh, Raw and SmackDown crowds could start coming back within the next like two weeks. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I I, I know that um, states, especially those the more southern states, are trying to reopen like soon. Yeah. Um, like, I really mean, Florida definitely needs to open up due to like Disney World and stuff like that. Where yeah, gonna... but the the problem with that is you know you're going to pack thousands of people into that park and then the the virus is just going to spike all of a sudden. There's going to be it's just going to go off the charts and then they're going to close down again. You know, True. that's the biggest problem, you know. True. And I mean, we both know that. Um, it's not really the time to get on a coronavirus kick. Yeah. But I don't think going back to doing live shows is going to hurt. Yeah, well, uh, do it just doing like empty arena live shows. Yeah. I don't like I said on our last episode, what's the difference between a live show and a pre-taped show? And you're doing, that, I you're doing the exact on that one. You're doing the exact same thing. You've got the same people running the same equipment. Yep. Like I, I don't, I don't really see. I mean, there might be maybe a. I don't know if it requires a couple more producers to deal with the actual live part of it. I, I don't know about that, but I, I'm pretty sure it's just about the same amount of people. I really don't see much of a difference, personally. I don't see the difference either. Yeah. So I'm okay with it. I mean, any of you guys out there, if you actually know, if you know some of the inner workings of this, if you got some insight, let us know. Hop yeah, on absolutely. Twitter. At Off the Ropes JJ, you can hop on there and let us know. We'd love uh, to hear from you guys anyway. Yeah. So our last AEW story, uh, AEW is developing a video game, but they're taking their time to get it right. You know, now, we talked about WWE launching this new Battlegrounds video game, which we aren't impressed with. What do you think about AEW coming out with their own video game? I mean, as they're pretty, they're pretty like, young company, so... As long as it's nothing like when Impact tried to do theirs... Yeah, I was going to even, I was like, gonna create a wrestler. Yeah. Uh, they did one, which... Uh, what was it? AAA did one. Yep. Yeah, so it's like... Remember that weird backyard wrestling game we had for a while? Yeah. So a lot of these, like, non-WWE wrestling games, they're not very good. But hearing that they are taking their time to try to get it right, that... that Gives me some hope for this game. So I, I really and they seem to got some money behind them. Oh so yeah, I'm hoping that I know that WWE, like the whole thing about 2K getting canceled, was because I guess their partnership with I think it's Yak or whatever uh, or whatever it is the other company that did the games with 2K pulled out. Oh man, it makes me wonder. Are they going to pick up AEW? Is that part oh, that, of why? That would be cool. You know, like, I, I don't know. So I'm interested to see how, how I, I would definitely play that game. You who, know? who would be the first person you played as? Hmm. You know, it might sound weird, but Britt Baker, because I love She's my favorite over at AEW. You have a total crush on Britt I Baker. I do. She's awesome. I dig that. But, I mean, other well, than that, I mean... you're going to play as Britt Baker, I'm going to throw one out to our local friends. I'm going to play you as the bunny. What's up, Allie? <laughs> you're cute. Yeah, you would. <laughs> I mean, just putting this out there, man. I've talked to her. I have been in the same room with her. How close have you been to Britt Baker? I mean, my TV's not that far from me. <laughs> but, I mean... I mean, other than that, I would love to play as, like, you know, Cody or, or like, Jericho in these kind of gimmicks that they're doing now, that kind of thing. I don't know. I think there's a lot of stuff that I'd like to do in that kind of game that I hope that they 
are able to do. I hope it's at that level of like a 2K game, like that style. I really hope it's at that level. I want to play as one person. Who? Orange Cassidy. Yes. Oh, my God. I could just imagine how they would do him in the game, and that would be so fantastic. I mean, they would have to do him right. If they don't do him right, there are going to be some massive fan uprisings. Yeah. I feel like because, like, his moves are different than, like, a normal move he does completely different than every other wrestler. You know what I mean? And so, like, if he's going to do a body splash, it ain't going to look like your normal body splash. So they got to make sure in the game that it doesn't look like just some normal body splash or whatever, you know? I mean, he does some moves like other wrestlers, but, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, so if, if like, he has to have, like, a special where, like, he just does some, like, light kicks, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then does whatever, you know what I mean? I, I think it would be hilarious to see what they do with him. Yeah, I, I would Dude, if his finisher isn't like that, that series of like light kicks with the wind up like super kick. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it'd be. Awesome. You have to have commentary in the game selling it. Oh my god, those kicks were unbelievable. They could not stop those kicks. Yeah. Yeah. I I I really want to see this game happen. So I hope that they do actually take their time, and I hope they do get it right. And uh, I'll be looking forward to it. I agree. All right, so we have on one other news. Yeah, we have one more news story in the other news, and this is that Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Issa Rae are uh, reportedly developing a scripted series for HBO about a backyard wrestling promotion. I thought this was a pretty cool piece of news, as both of us backyard wrestlers. I thought this would be uh, something interesting to talk about. Project is currently titled uh, Trey Count. And focuses on Cassius Jones, a young dock worker and struggling pro wrestler. Uh, I'm assuming probably played by The Rock. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe he's just producing it. I don't know how they're going to roll this. Uh, who uses uh, his inherited life insurance money for startup cash and the deed to a shotgun house from his grandfather to start a hip-hop-centric backyard wrestling empire in Houston's Third Ward, also known as The Trey. Hence the name Trey Count. Uh, with the help of his working class family, neighbors, and friends. So I'm pretty interested. You don't get to see a lot of uh, movies or TV shows about wrestling, you know, just in general. Backyard wrestling? Because backyard wrestling has such a negative stigma in the wrestling society. Yeah. So it could be interesting. Yeah. I'm um, excited for it. I reserve my rights to judge it until it comes out. And, I mean, The Rock, he's done a lot of behind-the-scenes, like, producerial stuff. Um, and I'm really excited to see. I'm glad that he's taking on a project like this. I mean, he was involved uh, in the production of uh, Fighting With My Family. He was. So, you know what I mean? So I like that he's doing stories like this, and I like that it's an HBO uh, scripted series. I, I really dig that. Like, it's not just a movie. It's a series, so we'll get, like, some development out of it. So I'm pretty pumped for that. But wait, 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 wait. You were a backyard wrestler? Oh yeah, do you ever wrestle anywhere I might have seen you? You you know you know so, some places here, so some places there. There's a match on YouTube. Who won that match? This guy. I, I, I don't I don't want to say. <laughs> this guy. Wait though, was I even in that match? You'll have to go to YouTube and find out. <laughs> Just uh, Google search CBW's reawakening. That's right. I mean, if you're watching this video right now, then you're already on the channel for it. Just check it out. Um, but yeah, so that wraps up all the news stuff. There was one final thing I wanted to talk about. Um, I I recently discovered this audio drama series, I guess you could call it, um, called The 64th Man. Uh, is on Audible. I, I got my free subscription to Audible for the month, and I decided to check it out because it stars John Cena. He's like the main voice actor in it. Uh, it was really interesting. It's about football, but a lot of the stuff in it it centers around. So it centers around this guy played by John Cena, and he's like a struggling, essentially a struggling football player. He didn't get picked up by the NFL, and he's just kind of he's just kind of out there drifting along. And he winds up in the this promotion that reminded me a lot of like the XFL, where like you know it, it was this weird version of football 
that got shut down eventually and then came back. Uh, not quite as weird, but still different. Um, I don't know. It was interesting. Uh, if you guys get a chance to check it out, it's called The 64th Man. It's on Audible. It's all audio. Um, it's, it's funny. It's a comedy. It reminded me a lot of like, uh, comedy style, like the, the style reminded me a lot of like The Ranch on Netflix. You know, like it, it's got that kind of crass humor at times. Um, they're not afraid to kind of go to certain places. Um, yeah, it was, it was funny. Um, had a lot of people that had like Will Forte is in there, all kinds of, uh, of, of funny, funny, funny people in there. But yeah, if you guys get a chance, check that out on Audible. 64th Man. Check it out. But uh, yeah, that's all I got. Uh, you got anything else you want to talk about? Not really, no. Nope. Been right. a decent, quiet week. Yeah, so uh, we, uh, we're we going to be coming back uh, next week. Um, we'll probably be about a week and a half-ish, roughly, uh, till you get the next episode, because we're going to be doing Money in the Bank. Yeah, yeah. Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. That's right, that's right. Uh, it's uh, May 10th is Money in the Bank, so I hope you guys are going to be checking that out. I'm pretty, pretty excited for it. Yeah, we're going to see people going... From the bottom floor all the way up to the top. Started at the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> so I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited for that. So uh, I know. I know John's got his reservations, but I, I, I mean, I'm excited for it. There's something that happens five days before Money in the Bank that I'm more excited for. But that's another topic. I mean, what would be so special other than it just being Cinco de Mayo? I mean, uh, it's also really? fucking Taco Tuesday. So shut your mouth. That's true. Uh, if uh, what's it called? If Moe's down the street is open, I might try to score myself free taco. Mm. Oh yeah, Taco Tuesday on a Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Hell yeah. But isn't it something else? Hmm. I just don't. Revenge know. of the Fifth. Yeah, it, it is. But what else is it? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's um. Is somebody getting older? I think they are. That's right, folks. It's Johnny's birthday on May. Yeah, 6th. yeah. <laughs> Gonna be the big three six this year. That's that, that was two threes. <laughs> six. <laughs> so you're thirty three. You're three hundred and six. What are you? Are you an alien? Thirty six. <laughs> oh shit. So yeah, everybody, hop on Twitter at. Off the ropes, JJ, and wish John a happy birthday, May 5th. It's going to yeah, be a yeah. good time. Yeah, Thank you right. in advance because, you know, I don't do the twatter thing. I have respect for myself. No, you don't. Yeah, you're right. I don't. That's right. But I still don't Twitter. That's, that's true. And that is it for Off the Ropes with John and Josh. Thank you guys so, so very much for we joining us this all. week. We definitely do. Uh, and I hope that you guys love us, at least somewhat. And if you I don't, you. I don't fucking care. Fuck you, man. You're a scruffy nerf <laughs> Yo, you're not allowed to say that. Anyways, again, thank you so much. You can check us out on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, our YouTube channel, all at Off the Ropes JJ. Check us out there. Uh, you know, like and follow us. Send us messages, whatever. If you got questions or comments about anything that we talked about this week, please let us know. We would love to hear your thoughts, and maybe we'll read some uh, some of your messages. On the next episode. Oh, yeah. You have a suggestion for something you want to hear? Yeah. Don't hesitate to tell us. Yeah, you got a question you want us to talk about on on air? We'll definitely do that, and we'll give you a shout-out. So, uh, again, check us out, Off the Ropes, JJ, on all those social media platforms. And once again, this has been Off the Ropes with John and Josh. I am Josh. I'm John. And we are down down for the the count. count. That's right. Ding, ding, motherfuckers. Ding, ding. Catch you next time. Lion face girl, lion face, ooh, lion face girl, lion face, ooh, break it down.